Welcome to the Word Wednesday's Lexio Divina podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Christ the King Retreat House in Syracuse, New York. Through this ministry, Christ the King Retreat House is expanding its mission of providing opportunities for spiritual, personal growth, healing, and peace. In this Word Wednesday podcast, we will reflect on the gospel reading for the upcoming weekend. Lexio Divina will challenge us to dive deeper as we look to read, meditate, pray, and contemplate where God is leading us through His sacred word. Hey there, and welcome to our Word Wednesday Lexio Divina podcast brought to you by Christ the King or Treehouse in Syracuse, New York. I am thankful that you are here right now listening to me, which is a pretty awesome thing. Um, just to give you a heads up, before we even begin, I am doing this right in our chapel here at Christ the King Retreat House. There's just beautiful sunlight coming through the windows, and I'm sitting right in front of our tabernacle, right in front of Jesus Christ himself. Um, so before we even get started, we got to be pumped about that, right? And I know that there is so much not to be pumped about when it comes to this virus and um, the different ways that it's affecting your life, the different ways that it's affecting the retreat house. I mean, you look at our calendar right now, it's pretty bare um, and it's a hard thing to look at, but to know that God is truly in control in all of this and we're going to make it through together and we're going to make it through together with him. And I want to start this off in somewhat of an unconventional way. Um, I wanted to start off by singing because it's one of my favorite things to do. And one of my favorite songs of all time is Here I Am, Lord. And it's that idea. I almost feel like it's we're going to be talking about this guy who was originally blind and whom the Lord helps see. Um, but I think about this the idea of this song, and it's just this searching for God, this desperate search for God um, to want Him to transform our lives by just presenting ourselves to Him. So I wanted to start off by singing one verse of Here I Am, Lord. I, the Lord of sea and sky, I have heard my people cry, all who dwell in dark and sin, my hand will save. I who made the stars of night, I will make their darkness bright, who will bear my light to them. Whom shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord. If you lead me, I will hold your people in my heart. I just love that song. Um, And I hope that you take a moment to reflect on those words in your own time. If you decide to take it out when you get home um, and look at it on the line, it's a beautiful thing to sing. We're going to start off today's reading with our gospel reading for the weekend, as we always do. It comes from John 9. It's a beautiful, beautiful passage about Jesus on the Sabbath healing a man who's blind um, from birth. So um, what a beautiful story it will be. Um, Let us start off in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Come Holy Spirit and kindle our hearts. Help us draw nearer to you in our time of great, great, great burden and struggle and help us to set ourselves apart, at least in this moment, from separating from those distractions that are going on around us. Help us be ever mindful that we are in your presence and you are the one that's in control. Send forth your Holy Spirit to guide our hearts and minds to grow closer to you for this reading today through your holy word. We ask this in your name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to start off by reading this one time through, and then as always, I'll give you some more guidance on where we proceed from there. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. He spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva, and smeared the clay on his eyes, and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed, and came back able to see. His neighbors and those who had seen him earlier as a beggar said, Isn't this the one who used to sit and beg? Some said, It is. But others said, No. He just looks like him. He said, I am. They brought the one who was once blind to the Pharisees. Now Jesus had made clay and opened his eyes on a Sabbath. So then the Pharisees also asked him how he was able to see. He said to them, He put clay on my eyes and I washed, and now I can see. So some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a sinful man do such signs? And there was a division among them. So they said to the blind man again, What do you have to say about him, since he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. They asked and said to him, You were born totally of sin, and are you trying to teach us? Then they threw him out. When Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, he found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered and said, Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, I do believe, Lord. And he worshipped him. Now, as I come to read it a second time, I invite you to pick out a word or phrase that's really sticking out to you, a word or phrase that the Holy Spirit is calling you towards to help you unpack this gospel even more. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. He spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and smeared the clay on his eyes and said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed and came back able to see. His neighbors and those who had seen him earlier as a beggar said, Isn't this the one who used to sit and beg? Some said, It is. But others said, No, he just looks like him. He said, I am. They brought the one who was once blind to the Pharisees, Now Jesus had made clay and opened his eyes on a Sabbath. So then the Pharisees also asked him how he was able to see. He said to them, He put clay on my eyes, and I washed, and now I can see. 
So some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a sinful man do such signs? And there was a division among them. So they said to the blind man again, What do you have to say about him, since he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. They asked and said to him, You were born totally in sin, and you are trying to teach us? Then they threw him out. When Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, he found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered and said, Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, I do believe, Lord, and he worshipped him. What is that word or phrase that is sticking out to you? Where is the Holy Spirit guiding you? As you can see from the beginning here when it comes to Jesus healing this man who's blind from birth, you see that Jesus adopted uh, no stereotypical approach to healing. I mean, you see a lot of different healings and then different ways that he goes about it. But this is a gentle reminder that Jesus heals people in ways that they need it. He heals you in the way that you need it, me, and obviously this man who was blind from birth. And I love the idea of the Pool of Siloam, which means scent. You see that the blindness is removed with reference to and with the aid of the one who sent. And we think about Jesus being sent from the Father, um, sent by the Father, excuse me, to come down and heal those who need it. You see that Jesus is challenging the Pharisees. Um, and it's funny and it's ironic in a couple of different ways. Um, this, obviously, this idea of healing on the Sabbath is something that was looked down upon by the Pharisees, who were people of the law. But Jesus not only heals on the Sabbath, he does two things that were against the law at that time, which was healing from the process of kneading um, and using this clay and, and making this clay and putting it in his eyes was seen as a form of kneading. So it's like Jesus kind of hit him with a double whammy here. Um But then you see this process of the Pharisees are divided. Some are saying this is a sinful man because he's doing this on the Sabbath. But how can one be so sinful when he's doing such signs? And you take a look at Jesus in Scripture, and there's there's times where there comes to this division. And I often reference this in some of my talks that I give that, you know, it's it's said in Scripture that houses can be divided two against three, mother against daughter, daughter, son against father. And... um, you know, when we are listening to the Word of God and He's trying to guide us in a specific directions in our life, sometimes there's this division. Um, so we see this happening here amongst the Pharisees. Um, but we see that this blind man's eyes are open. And then the Pharisees question um, this blind man said, You were totally born without sin, and you are trying to teach us? And then they threw him out. And it's, in my eyes, it's very prideful of these guys, um, these religious leaders who, at the time, they despised the common people. You know, they saw themselves above that. They saw themselves as the teacher of the law and and stuck primarily to the law. And you see that um, they threw him out and Jesus comes after him. 
like he always does, right? Always willing to come after his sheep. And Jesus not only comes after the man to try to comfort him, but he also reveals more to the man when the man declares loyalty to him. And what a sign that is for us when we declare our loyalty to Jesus Christ. So as we meditate on that word or phrase that may have stuck out to us or maybe something that I'd said or something that you'd heard in this passage, what are some unconventional ways that Christ has reached out to you in your past? Is your word or phrase themed around this beggar who longed to see? You've been blind for so long. Maybe you were blind in a lot of ways in your own life. And you are still yearning to be able to see. Do you feel like... Have you experienced division in your own life when it comes to either praising God or maybe someone else is praising God and you feel divided from them? Maybe that's an inner quarrel that's going on inside you. Is it this idea of division? At the end, you see this scene of loyalty. Do you feel like you are loyal to God and have been loyal to God in your own life and are looking for new ways that he will reveal himself to you? Take an opportunity to reflect and meditate on those things and that word or phrase that's sticking out to you. Spirit. I now invite you to have a conversation with God. I invite you to ask Him to send forth the Holy Spirit to continue to guide your heart to grow closer to Him through that word or phrase or wherever your heart has gone through your meditation. Have that conversation with God. Lord, we ask you to intercede and and guide us towards you. I invite you now to look into your heart and really take a look at Christ right now face to face. What is he trying to say to you as he looks at you? What is his expression like? Is he smiling? Is he concerned? Is he excited for you? How is Christ looking at you right now? 
Lastly, as we continue on in the season of Lent, where do you think God is leading you in your journey right now through this passage and through what you've prayed about, what you've meditated about? As you continue to discern God's will, where do you think he's leading you as we head into this next week? As we close here, it just this just popped into my mind uh, from Amazing Grace. Was blind, but now I see. Talk about a wretch like me a lot of different ways, no matter where you are right now um, in your own per- spiritual journey, your own personal journey with God. Um, there is nothing that he can't do. There's no way that he can't heal you um, in your own life. So I can hope that you continue to pray about that. Um, before we leave, I want to leave you with this prayer that I received through email today. Um, and I think it kind of ties into not only our reading today, but also um, where we're at as a nation right now. It says this, let nothing disturb you, let nothing frighten you. All things pass away. God never changes. Patience obtains all things. He who has God finds he lacks nothing. God alone suffices. From all of us here at Christ the King or Treehouse, have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us for our Word Wednesday podcast. For more information about this podcast or to see what retreats Christ the King or Treehouse can offer for listeners like you, please visit our website, ctkretreat.com. God bless.